What's going on, everyone? And welcome to the Trail Theory Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Alex. I'm Austin. And I'm Pfeiffer. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Trail Theory Podcast. Tonight's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, do tell. We'll see. We'll see. Mountains don't hike themselves, and some of the great views don't have roads. Backpacking is incredibly rewarding, but can be taxing on your body. I've spent hours and hours tweaking my pack to be as light as possible, but the miles don't get done without you doing the walking. (laughs) It's a good idea before you head out for the trip not to only prep your mind and the route, but also your body. So tonight, we're going to talk about how to prep your body physically for what you're about to do in your hiking. I don't want. I just. I just want to listen to you talk. That was about beautiful. It. <laughs> you know what I. You know, you know what I didn't prep for. This episode, I, I totally thought we were doing another subject. I'm not ready. <laughs> hey, keep, just conti- continue to talk. Listen, I do want to put a disclaimer in. Talk because like we, that. We again. are. We are going to talk about training for hikes and we're going to talk about what to do prep wise and and exercises and that kind of thing the four of us are not doctors we are not certified personal trainers so before you do any trail prep or training prep or anything like that check with your doctor or your pt that's the disclaimer for this if they have listened to any other episode they probably already (laughs) already knew that but if this is your first one just so you know we are not doctors we are always always right i feel like every time i tell someone about the podcast i'm like it's just four idiots talking about (laughs) like literally like just if if you can stomach four jackasses (laughs) talking about like being friends and having this like interest you're good. You're yeah, good. yeah, I will say though the 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 four of us have been doing this for a long time now. We do a lot of things um, adjacent to backpacking and hiking and that kind of thing. Sure, that require training for uh, you know whether it be doing marathons or triathlons or biking or whatever it might be. Yeah, and we're getting to the age where things just start to ache for no reason. That's so, right. I exactly. Mean, I know, go it's... to sleep and wake up and my knee hurts for <laughs> no reason at all. So my feet hurt in the morning. Yeah, man. You just, why? Because then I, put, then I put these Crocs on. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh baby, oh, baby. <laughs> oh, that's what it was missing. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, it, it's it's an important topic that not a lot of people really do, I think. I mean, you, you talk about what we did with uh, with Brad, right? We asked him, how much did you train before your, your PCT Air Force. type? Hair like, Force. Yeah. And <laughs> Our boy qu- was like, I gained weight, dog. Yeah, his, his <laughs> answer was, I didn't, no, I didn't do anything, <laughs> um, which is hilarious to me. No, love Brad was you, Brad. already in some pretty good shape. Love you, yeah, Austin's love you. buddy, Brad. Love you. But he was already in pretty good shape. Maybe he didn't need to train super, super yeah, hard. Yeah, I think he still said his weight was like, oh, I'm like 175. Yeah, 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 yeah he, he was still like bad shape. a little lean mean fight machine yeah he's always been athletic so i don't think it was anything like uh oh dude it wasn't like he was just like slapping hostess every day like (laughs) (laughs) yeah but we've seen i mean and not i mean no one that we uh like know personally or have gone on trips with but we've seen at adirondacks where people coming up as we're going down and you can kind of tell it's like people you're not ready for what's gonna happen (laughs) well uh, the other side of that though is when we were doing the white mountains we saw some severe uh trail runners absolutely on what we were doing that were like impressive you know very fit could handle the downhills and the uphills really well with nothing but just a water pack on their you know one of those uh solomon or whatever packs vest water vests on 
So we've, we've seen I, I, the I know, two extremes. I know I someone. I know two people though who have been on trips with people who are unprepared and have like yeah. greatly had to change the trip. Which you know, it, good, bad, or indifferent. Alter the trip a, how you a, need to. It's a for learning. Sure, but. It's a learning thing. And gosh, I every time I go out, I learn something new. But I dude, that the, wouldn't be what I would want to learn. The first few times we went out, man, it's like I'm I'm out of shape. Yeah. Like you you think about it, it's like okay, I'm just gonna. I'm going to walk 30 miles in three days. That's 10 miles a day. I walk 10 miles a day in my everyday life, but it's uh, different when you strap 20, 30 pounds on your back and you've got uneven terrain. It's just different. Well, and it think does about different how, things to your body and you're using different muscles in order to control yourself. In right? daily life, you don't walk that much. Yeah. I was just going to say, say, who walks, walks 10, 10 miles, miles a day? day? I don't know. I think I think a lot of people do. I mean, no. if you think about it. No. I'll, I'll bet, not Brian, I, and I'm not trying to be critical. We're like one I'm, step away from Wally. <laughs> like, no one's walking <laughs> 10 miles no, a day. No one's walking 10 miles. So, okay. Maybe 10,000 steps let me put a day. It, but. Let me put it this way. So, I'm looking at my, we all, all right, everybody here has an iPhone, right? Yeah. Pull it out and go yeah. to the health app. How many, how many, mi- did anybody run today? No. No, I didn't have I did not, but I was on today. my feet all day, okay. but I did not run. So Austin, your number will be skewed because you're on your feet all day. Literally, like I was at home, my daughter was sick. I was at home, I worked from home. But not everybody has a desk job or anything like I'm that. I'm not so saying, like, but, but okay, so on average, we have four people here. Do 10 miles is way the f*** high. Well, mine's, I just googled. Uh, mine's mine's calculating a- in steps, not miles. I am um, the average. Mi- I just googled average American walking oh, wait, no. distance per day. I think it's very important to put American in there. It says roughly one and a half to two miles. Yeah, I've got oh, two okay. miles today. Well, then I'm really off. I have two. Mine's in steps too. Mine's I don't well, scroll down. Yeah, a little scroll bit. down. Yeah, scroll I don't down. even have walking the and running distance. set up, so I can't even. This is r- this is riveting riveting podcast material as we all yeah but no it's relevant right <laughs> no I I have an even two miles so today. what it, Brian what was yours I don't know I don't have that, that okay, I don't have the health app set five up five for you two. or two yeah I was two point eight I did nothing today my yeah. average is three point six okay my, okay yeah my average is three point nine yeah and the, well that's counting your you, you run pretty regularly yeah so that includes I'm, running I a, data I work at home and I have a desk no job, there's so no way that that you know. would include his running data. On an average? Yeah, yeah why would it not? Oh, I guess, yeah, my average yeah. is 4.1. Yeah. No, this does definitely does not do my running. No, because like did 22 miles last week. Yeah, so that doesn't one count. Do you not run with your phone? I do. Then it should then It's it should probably not synced it. up, dude. So wait, what'd you say the American average was? 2.something? One and a half to so, two. So, okay, okay, if we just use that as there the baseline. There dude, is. That is, that's still that's not, actually pathetic. You're doing nine <laughs> times <laughs> that, that in a day. There's a if reason why I did, there's a reason why I put yeah. American and yeah. not world. That's pretty average. pathetic. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, but you're doing it with weight. You know what that? Exactly. Right. So yeah. times 10, basically yeah, yeah. you're times nine. Well, I mean, we, uh, on one of the Dolly episodes, I, I talked about it, but it's more relevant to this actually. But the first time we went to Dolly and, uh, one of the things that, I was in shape. I was, pro- I was I was in really good shape at the time, and I didn't have any issues when I was out there. But it wasn't like a muscular fatigue or me being out of shape or winded or anything. But when I came back, I had like damaged, whether it's a ligament or tendon, but the my knee pit. Right? We talked about the knee pit. Oh, the knee pit thing. Yeah. And it, I had the it knee was. Pit? <laughs> you don't <laughs> remember him talking yeah. about his knee pit? How do you not remember that? <laughs> does, I don't it come with, does it come with a medjool date? <laughs> <laughs> No, right behind the knee, but from lifting because the boots I was wearing was super heavy, yeah. And from from lifting each step over and over and over and over and having and that actually 
strained like muscles behind my knee and i, I was for a week i yeah. was i was like laid up it, it was i a ton. i was f-ed when we came back from the first trip yeah. i was sore i was like, sore too we've done far more difficult trails and far more technical oh, and yeah. rocks and blah 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 the first, first one. few Loyal? trips we went on, Loyal I sock? came home and it was like the next day. Loyal sock, I was messed up. Yeah, for, I was sore uh, for a long time, yeah. a couple days. Yeah, Very. now I come back and it's like the next day. I feel it. I yeah. don't. Yeah, no, like it's shoulders a, a little being, bit. I remember being, just being absolutely a a sack of meat, just like yeah. br- a punched sack <laughs> yeah. of ground beef. I felt horrible. Five yeah. dinner. Half, oh, pound, yeah. half dinner. pound or full pound. When I think part I of that is... That, well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I would just say, I think all of us collectively, our health and our the prioritization that we put on our health has changed. This will, We're coming For up sure. on year yeah. five of this. Yeah. If I look back, now I was running at the time, um, pretty you, regularly. You've changed the most since trip one. Hands I would down. say, I would say from a body composition, probably, but, um, I probably had the most to lose too, all things considered. Um, but I would say we all changed a ton from yeah. a health, a health, well, yeah. just a general, well, think, like eating, working out, like, I don't know, man. And I think we just, all changed a ton and, and just like so whether we're not doing this every weekend right but we're doing it enough to where your body just gets used to that type of strain so you think the first couple strip couple trips and dolly and then loyal and you weren't on loyal but whatever your second your second manistay, manistay i think mm-hmm. yeah um and but those first couple of putting your body through that and it's it's like a shock to the system it's like totally. what the is this yeah, what thing is on my back? This? Like it's, I have to use muscles in my back to hold this thing up that I've never had to think about. Dude, before. you're using your core in a way yeah. that you don't have to use. In totally. A, yeah. And then, think but of, you, think you do of that going over time. From nothing to that. Right. Think about sitting in my old house, us looking at our packs. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, we're good. Oh, base weight forty pounds. Those Sweet. Were <laughs> heavy, dude. Yeah, so it's heavy. Terrible. So much has changed. But, but but look at just health too in general. Right? Yeah, but even in, even changed. at the frequency we're doing it, it's like our you know, that muscle memory of, yeah, this is what a pack feels like. And it's, yeah, I'm not going to have that knee issue anymore because I know what it feels like to walk 50,000 steps in a day and, and carry things around and I can recover from it better. But, um, so one, just the doing of it, I think every time you do it, you're preparing yourself more for the next time you do it. Totally. But in between, especially as you get a little older and getting those, you know, random aches and stuff is, you know, the more you do ahead of time in the lead up. And I've had trips where I have sucked at this Linville and I paid for it. Yeah. Heavy. Yeah. And then there's trips where I've done, I've been really good at it at Rondax. I, I just feel like Superman. The, the, you and I are polar opposites on Linville because Linville was the breakthrough for me where I felt the greatest and I hiked the best and felt the best. That was also like I was eating so much better during that like you know period going up to Linville, and I was also preparing for my first ever marathon. So yeah. I was like, like freaking trifecta, yeah, yeah. super we serious like, about workouts. I think we went and... like three weeks before my yeah, yeah. And I almost was like, man, I I don't know. Like obviously, I'm gonna go backpacking because I love it. But like part of me was like, don't scared. roll an ankle, don't roll an ankle. Yeah, don't dude, I was like, I've been hurt. training for hurt. this for like 18 weeks. Like yeah. it would be horrible if i injured myself on this backpacking yeah. trip before my first marathon and like luckily i was fine you know 
Uh, but uh, yeah, I I, I was I was it. I felt and I was so the good. exact flip of that. I was in full complacency mode of like I got this. <laughs> it's backpacking. What the pff, I can handle it. Whatever. Yeah. And then I got humbled. Boom, I got humbled face. real quick. So interesting uh, question then. So say from couch to trail, how long do you? How many weeks do you think you would need to maybe prep for? Let's say a, a decently hard hike, something like maybe Linville or the Adirondacks. I would say both of those are different, but <laughs> I mean, but they were so both there's, yeah, more difficult trips for us. Or I mean, no, like, for, it depends for, on, for, if I'm for, just like a cow, I mean, for, for, generally like I've not backpacked nev- first yeah. trip. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> first trip to do Linville. I would just, six let's months? just what I would say. No, I wouldn't say six months. Okay. Let's I would say, say someone that's, you don't no. want to, you don't want to probably, you want to start walking regularly, yeah. maybe yeah. two or three months beforehand. That's what I would say. Yeah, but if, okay, and I, I don't disagree, but I would say if you were doing Linville as your first trip, I think about our, us doing Dolly, and Dolly, I would say, is the is one of the easiest trails we've ever done. I would say Dolly you're going to sure, need yeah. that like Instagram video where it's like people passing you on the trail and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like heavy breathing. You would like, it would not be easy. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, In true. no way, I'm shape, talking, or form. I'm talking Could about you training. Do it? Could you do it? Yes. It would suck. But Absolutely I'm, suck. I'm talking about training you know, six days, five days a week. I, I I personally think you would need at least eight to 12 weeks of training five to six days a week to do from couch to do a harder in quotes. If you're going it doesn't need like, to be, it doesn't need to be high intensity training, right? No, we don't need no, to do no, no, no. You can be walking three miles a day. But you can, you could be, uh, right. I know, uh, I read a guy who did a, the through hike for Appalachian Trail to train. He would take, his, he said he always felt like a goofball, but like he would take his boots and his pack yeah. to the gym and yeah. use the Stairmaster. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Smart. And I mean, that's yeah. especially if you're going place where you know, someplace where you know the elevation is going to be extreme. Yeah. Then obviously it's, you know, putting your pack on and walking around the block once a day is probably, it'll, it'll get you ready for, you know, hiking generally speaking but then if you're going to go and expect to summit something significant and you're going to climb 5000 feet in a day it's like you might want to do a little bit more but i think for the the average person who's going to say i'm going to go out and just do an average trail mm-hmm. and but i've never done it before i've never put a pack on my back ever you spend a couple of weeks doing you know walking every day and then maybe the one or two weeks before the trip you add a a pack and just or put something. a backpack on yeah, and yeah. just put a weighted vest on and just yeah. walk around for a while. Like you're going to, you're going to be okay. It would be a good idea. You, I mean, could, you even, can do it. Even before our first trip, we, we did a, a hike in the we Metro Park. We did with our packs. Oh, yeah, with that's our right. packs I think the right. pack yeah, thing honestly was like the biggest shock to my oh, yeah. body yeah. when I got back. It was like my shoulders were effed. Yeah. They were rough. I would, I would contend though that almost everybody listening and I would say anybody who's interested in backpacking in any way, shape, or form is probably someone who has some sort of activity physically in their right. life. Yeah, I don't think, and 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 I'm I'm and not trying I'm not to generalize, right? To actually, yeah. train for the thing. Like I, I just don't. It, it's a very physical activity, so it's like it it'd be saying, "Oh, tomorrow I'm going to run out and run five miles." I mean, I. I I don't know. I mean, I remember the first time I went out and decided, "Oh, I'm going to run today." Yeah, I couldn't run a mile couldn't no dude like i mean it was 10 years ago now like and i've i think i think somewhere further than i think though some people relate backpacking too closely to camping 
And so... Or just hiking. Or just hiking. Right. And so they think, oh, I can do this. Yeah. When it is more that's difficult. What I th- dude, that's what I thought for our first yeah. trip. It's oh, like, for sure. oh man, I'm going to go out and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hike around here. I'm going to carry some weight, but that's okay. Like I'm, I was a fairly, fairly athletic guy and you know, I, Right. I played hockey I throughout my entire life yeah. and football and all. But I can, you're, the, no but problem, you're describing a physically active person in concept. Right. Yeah. Right. It's not but like. It w- and it was still a shock to my system. Totally. totally. So it's just a different thing. So I, that's why I think doing well, I, a couple key Austin workouts good, or exercises is, is a good idea before you go on the trip. Yeah. yeah. And I think Austin made it an interesting point though is because if, you know, the core effort of backpacking is walking. Completely, that's physical. exactly but what it is. You're walking a lot, right? Physical, but it, it's so the shock to the system, at least for me, and you might have been mentioning the same thing, wasn't necessarily the walking. It's the it was the pack, and yeah, it was no, the it, and it was what you're you know the terrain you're walking on. Absolutely. So I mean, if you can, if yes. you can walk five miles, I mean, I I would I'd imagine that a lot of people most can go people walk. Can. Most people can go walk yeah, five miles totally. But um. And if you've never done it with any type of weight or on any terrain that's other than just pavement, then it's worth getting your body a little used to that first. Totally. Otherwise, and I mean, if you're relatively active and you go out and do it with no prep whatsoever, unless you're doing something really, really, really challenging, you're probably going to be okay. You're going to be sore as f- when you come home and your shoulders yeah. are going to be raw. And it's like, because <laughs> that's, that's what we went through. The first few trips, it was so, like my shoulder was just red and blistered and I hurt mean, let's, for days. Let's think about it this way. And I'm trying, I'm, I'm literally, I'm checking my Nike plus and I'm thinking of I'm doing Peloton now. I'm thinking of all the things I'm doing. Okay. And I would say in the last 10 years of my life now, when I kind of started running, there has not been a single week, maybe we'll say two weeks just for, to be generous. There's not been a single like two weeks where I've not worked out multiple times a week. Yeah. yeah. So if you told me, let's pretend, and I think in an earlier episode I talked about, it was for trip prep, I talked about my my buddy who tore his Achilles, right? Yep. Yeah. Now he's doing some physical therapy and that's great and um, keeping kind of your body moving, right? Right. But let's pretend like everybody between now and our next trip and let's pretend it was six months away. If, if we all just did not do any physical activity just at all, laid up just for at all, six months, Oof. like we 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 didn't run, Oof. we didn't work out, we didn't go for walks on lunch, we did none of that. Pretend like none of that existed. Didn't we play did basketball, none of it. Didn't no play basketball, hockey, didn't do anything no hockey, physically. nothing. You did Oof. nothing. How how shitty would the next trip be? It would feel awful. sad. It would be awful. I don't think it was yeah. six months, but I'll tell you exactly how it's going to feel. It's going to feel like Linville. For you, for, for you, me, yeah. for, for you, Pfeiffer. because I that was again I was in full complacency mode and I was just yeah. like I just hey, I can't even what it imagine it. So I wasn't. It'd be hard. I, yeah, there was there was a, a decent time period before that where I just I wasn't in the gym and I just wasn't yeah. wasn't keeping up with anything. So but I was still generally like I wasn't sitting on the couch for eight hours. Sure, a day and, doing nothing, and I will, but I was I'll just also living say life. for the listeners like you are. I would say. I'm not going to call you a specimen because I don't want. I'm not going to give you that. But <laughs> specimen. I mean, yeah, don't call him that. I mean, Pfeiffer, you are like physically speaking. Like, if I did no exercise and lived your life, I would be. I would just be overweight. Period. Five hundred like, pounds. That's, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I that. would. I would be five hundred pounds. I would. If I, eat I would like be. He did. That's a I'd be extreme. a f- potato. I don't know. Like and and so some it of that like is out. is genetics right like yeah. you like body I mean, composition yeah. and genetics you're and metabolism. tall and lean yeah dude like that metabolism y- you hit the you 
the lottery of like genetics in that sense, right? Some of us aren't gifted that way, but but I was skinny fat at the time. Sure, and, I, and I, I'm, I I'm not diminishing that as a yeah. thing, right? I get it, and I I mean, listen, we were all there. We were yeah. all Linville. We saw it, and it was like, we saw who you. is this yeah. guy? <laughs> what is, what is going on? Why, why is, he, is he not in the why front is of the path? You know, yeah, man. It's, it's like a... you know that meme where it's like you kick something, it's like do something. You know, it's like what is happening <laughs> with this man? It was concerning. That. Yeah. It was weird. So yeah. I guess that's a good example, but I can't mentally. I also, dude, I go like a day without working out. If I miss one day, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, it's a bad day. I feel I'm, guilty. I literally yeah. feel guilty. Like, mm, yeah. didn't get it in today. See, I it's don't. Very rare. I don't feel it then. I feel it when I go back to do my run or go to workout, and I'm like, man, why did I miss those few? Yeah, days? yeah. <laughs> it's God, like, dude, man, I can feel behind. it now. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. Uh, I just. Um, it's mental for me. So, for Alex, sure. you mentioned that you're you you've been running for a long time, and that you you've got the Peloton, so you're biking a bunch now and stuff like that. Are those the things that you do to kind of help maintain your conditioning, your endurance, and that kind of thing? Are you doing Are you doing other stuff to kind of help out with that, with keeping backpacking in mind, I guess, or just in general trying to stay healthy, is trying to stay fit? So, I this is. Uh, I really don't want to, I don't want to talk about this too long, but there's a few things to unpack. Um, I would say, and I'm going to look right now cause I'm going to, I think it's about 10 years. So I have the Nike running app and I've been using it. Okay. So it's, uh, it's nine years. I started in 2020, 2012. Okay. I started saying 2020, um, 2012 and I've run 5,000 miles in the app, 5,024, um, which is a shitload of miles. I never thought yeah. I would ever be a runner. And I remember like the first few months of running, I couldn't run a single mile without stopping. Stopping, yeah. And I remember it was like right out of college and I kind of determined my I kind of told myself, I have to make a change. I have I have to have some activity in my life that's yeah. that, that just is that, right? Um and then so uh fast forward and I wasn't running speed, but wasn't doing anything wild, right? Um fast forward, we started backpacking, you know, and I was in pr- I was okay shape. I mm-hmm. was you know, I could, I could hang, but I remember going on dolly sides and I was, I was coughing and it was tough. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember having a conversation at one point and, uh, with my brother and he, you know, Mike's 10 years older than me yep. and he made a comment. He's like, I want to stay fit in order to continue to do this. This is an important part of my life. Yeah. I'm not sure when that idea clicked with me, um, but it was Manus Day. The week before Manus Day, I started intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. That, that was now four and a half years ago. Yep. Um, which is insane to think maybe four years ago four yeah if this will be the fifth year it's four years ago um or so um i've been intermittent fasting every day since then you know i have a couple of days i miss here or there but sure. it's like i would say you know 85 to 90 percent of every month i'm fasting um and so i think to kind of get there all of those things kind of combined uh to, to lead up to. So for the last 10 years, I've been working out almost every day. Yeah. Um, the running part was, I was a junkie for a while. Um, yeah, like, you were doing, uh, like went, you were, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I remember my best year was I did 893 miles. Yeah. Uh, I just looked and you had a couple months in a row where you hitting over hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, Cause was, I was also starting to run during that point too. Yeah, and you it was were, getting really competitive where like yeah, everybody think, was yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was, was kind awesome. of in the Nike app. And I, I, I always hated running. Like I played hockey my whole life and running was associated with punishment. You just did something terrible and now you're going to have to run. 
I hated and running. I, that was a mental block. Hated and it, it was weird because, you know, you, you you guys started talking about the Nike app and then it became a competition. And it's like, okay, yeah. how many miles can I run today? So I start with one. You start with two. Yeah. Then you go to three. Build and it's like, okay, I'm going to stay at three for a while. Then I'm going to go to four. I've never run over five miles before. Let's try that and see what that, you know, see how that... And then you just kind of go. And it became this weird, like, competitive, but like really fun thing that we all were doing together. Yeah. And it kind of brought us together in another way and it was fun to do. Yeah. And I think we all kind uh, of just hopped I'm onto that. It right now. And then I, boom, done. Yeah. And I've, run, so, I've run the least amount of miles in, in the last 10 years this year. I've only run 24 miles this year. Because you got this, the bike. This you got the year, bike. You have the bike. Yeah. I got, yeah. so I got hurt. Uh, well, so to go back for two seconds, that year, I think it was 2021, it was when it was during COVID. I like refired up on running. I did. Um, I had it in my mind. I wanted to run a hundred days in a row. Yeah, and that's, I, did. I remember that. Yeah, and it was like this dumb thing. I was like a hundred a century, right? Like that's just the number. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna do every day. There were two runs in there that were the the short. There were two short runs. They were at least a mile. Yeah, but those were the. There were two two times I remember where it was like I have to run. Mm-hmm. It's pouring rain. They were bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I ran through three months in a row where I did 100 miles a month, which is insane. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a ton. Amazing. And then I got hurt. I like kind of, ironically enough, I don't know for sure if it was my Achilles or what, but it was like calf kind of like back of your leg kind of thing. And that would have been... Running is in, hard on in, your legs, in for sure. winter. Oh, yeah. And I remember I was like, okay... I'm not doing it. I can't do this. Like I'm hurt. Like, yeah. I, and it was killing me because I, I would try. And I remember uh, Allison's dad was in town one time and I was like, I'm going to go out. And I was back within like two minutes. And yeah. Everybody in the room could tell on my face. I was just like real sad. Yeah. And so since then I got the Peloton and I ride six days a week. Yeah. Um, I would say, I would say there's maybe like one flex day where if, if I miss, it's fine, but it's it's at least five days a week, typically six. And then I play basketball on Monday nights. Yeah. That's my like physical activity. So right. I You're try cross training. I try yeah. and do something physical every single day of the week. Yeah. Or and then, you know, in on a shitty day, I'll take a walk at work. Right, you know, on lunch, but that's yeah. that would be the worst case scenario. Otherwise, Austin. I'm moving. Yeah. Uh, so in nine days, I'm running another marathon. So I'm fully in running nine mode. days. I didn't know it was that quick. Yeah, I thought it was further in, away. Yeah. September thirty. I mean, yeah, this September episode. September's almost I'll over. already be done by the time this yeah. episode comes out. But yeah, uh, yeah and Damn. Um, I'll be I'll be running uh, my fifth marathon. So yeah, I I um started running back in like twenty twenty during the middle of the pandemic, and then by twenty twenty one I ran my first marathon, and have done a couple since. Um, but yeah, I'll have my my fifth one, and I don't really tip. I don't go for like, I, I'm not fast. I, I'm fairly slow. Um. And I don't typically try to hit a mark as far as time goes. I just want to enjoy it. I like running. I love the events. Um, it's fun. But I think after this one, I'm going to really focus on speed and try to hit a mark as far as time goes. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I use that. That has kept me in shape for when we go backpacking. I really totally. haven't had a, a trip where I felt like out of shape or struggled really in the past three years. Um, yeah. you since, know, that since doing stuff, that. Since starting yeah. to run. Because yeah. I typically run all year too. So I think I like 
typically I'll take December off, like Thanksgiving to Christmas. I'll kind of take off just yeah. to kind of like chill and eat food and so nice. do whatever. Uh, and then I'll get back into it again. But I don't know if I'm going to have that luxury this year because I want to, I have some serious plans for, for what I want to do as far as time for marathons go next year. For I want to sure. hit like two or three and, and hit some good times. So, um, but yeah, that that keeps me in shape for for what we do with backpacking. You know, again, you know, it it, it kind of hits you in the face when you first go, and it, it shocks you with, you know, what's sore and 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 what's not. But again, if you're already doing physical stuff, like it's good to just keep up with with it. You know, before you go backpacking, are you when you're doing it's never the, when hurt. you're when you're doing the majority because that or a marathon that's that's an endurance thing, right? You're you are doing something physical for hours, right? Correct. When you're doing the majority of your training, what so there there are different heart rate zones, and I don't some some people might know there's one through five, right? And it's it's a percentage of what your max heart rate is, right? So just for those that don't know, there's there's actual ways to to figure out what your max heart rate actually is. Um, there's a non scientific way. You take 220 and then you subtract your age, and that would give you a. Sounds pretty scientific. That's idea. No, no, no. That's, that's not That's not the scientific part. This part's the mathematic part, but it. it so, like, if I were to do it, you take 220, I'm 35. So, two, 220 minus 35 is one, 185. That's actually fairly close to what my max heart rate is. Right. Um, my max heart rate's like 182 when I calculated it, like the real way. But so each of those zones. So after you know what your max heart rate is, each of those zones is a percentage of your max heart rate. So zone one is 50 per, 50% to 60%. Zone two is 60 to 70. Zone three is 70 to 80. Zone four is 80 to 90. And then zone five is 90 plus max, right? right? Right. So when you're doing, now that we know what we're talking about as far as your your zones, when you're doing the majority of your training, what what zones are you typically running in? So uh, the rule that I uh, that I do is it, it they call it the eighty twenty rule, yeah. where eighty percent of your runs, including your longer runs that you do, are in zone two. Yeah. Um, I have not done the calculation of what my zone zone two is, but what I do is rather than um, do it with about heart rate. What I do is pace. Yeah. So I slow down my pace on those runs 60 to 90 seconds slower than what I hope to do during the marathon, okay. my race pace. Yeah. And that that probably puts me into zone two, maybe zone three mm -hmm. uh, when I'm doing those runs. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I typically do. Cause when when you're doing when you're doing going for a marathon, um it, it's just about putting your body uh, getting it used to that long distance, the the hours, right. the amount of time, the you're amount of actually time moving. you're actually yeah. out there, not necessarily like the effort you're putting into it. Uh, so, like you know, typically you have like one twenty miler that you do, and you want to do that slow. You don't want to do that fast. First of all, you're gonna tear up your body doing right. it. Right, yeah. your body it's it's a lot, especially if you're doing your first one or your first few, and you haven't been doing for them for that long. Um, it can really tear up your body, and and you know. Um, you may not be able to get other runs in that are just as important, the short and medium ones in. So yeah, you, you typically want to keep those ones uh, in that 80% or zone two yep. slower than uh, race pace. It's funny. I don't, I know because I wear my watch when I do my rides on Peloton. Yeah. I don't necessarily, I don't pay 
super close attention to what zone I'm in, but I, I would say most of the time it's zone two through four. Now, a lot of the bike stuff is very interval heavy, which is where what I like the difference about running, but it's it's interesting when you think about like doing a long distance or like, you know, six to 10 miles even, right? It's all very, you kind of hit a stride after a certain point and then you're just kind of in it, which I kind of love about yeah, my What I've noticed in my running when I do long distance stuff, typically like when I hit mile five until about mile like 15, like when I do my marathons, I'm like way in the zone. Like that time flies for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, then you start thinking about it a little more. Maybe you I'm slow almost down. near the end. It's kind of grueling. And then every marathon that I've had, at least, I mean, there the wall is literal. It's at typically from twenty to twenty-one miles. And for me, it's always been something different that's come up. It's not like this one thing that I can't get over. But like, it's either like exhaustion or cramping or something like sure. that. And I, I typically always slow down pretty heavy at that point. But I, I finished, so it's you know, it's you, it's you not, know that there's going to be a moment yeah, of adversity yeah. that you have to get over. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, some of it's mental. Not always though. Like my first marathon I ever ran, I um, it was severe cramping in my calves. Something that I've never dealt with. I never dealt with cramping ever in my life. And it was like uh, my calves were like, looked like waves were flowing through. It was crazy. I couldn't even stand up at certain Hello, points. Hello, race day. Welcome to this new feeling. Oh, right, right. Because, you know, I've never ran more yeah. than 20 miles. So it was like, hey, my body didn't know how to react. And I remember being like frustrated because I was like, I have so much energy. I feel great. I If I could sprint right now, I could. But my legs will yeah. not let me because they're cramping. That's the only thing. Mm. And uh, that was the only bummer. But like, you know, I finished and it was amazing. It was such a good feeling. But uh, yeah, you never know, um, you know, if you've never done it. And that's again, it's important to bring this back to backpacking because right. you um, you want to make sure your body's ready because you may be running into things that your body's never been into. Because yeah. not only is it just some of the mileage, the terrain you're in, the elevation that you're in, but also you know how you're getting nutrients, yeah, how you're hydrating. Maybe the elevation that you're at, how you're sleeping at night, all those things tie into how physically well you feel when you're backpacking. And let's let's take this into consideration too. If you're undertrained for a really hard hike, you're in a remote spot. I'm gonna say if you you're, don't want you're that twenty miles to out, out there. and all of a sudden, yeah, now now you're screwed, right? So it's important to to really think about your physicality before you go out and do this kind of stuff, so you don't kind of get caught with. Now I'm out here 20 miles away. Listen, I'm cramping up or my leg hurts or I'm injured because I wasn't prepared I'm, and now yeah. I can't get back. I'm I'm prepared to sound like a broken record so somebody smack me. It always comes back to the same mother <laughs> thing. <laughs> Leave no trace. Leave, Leave no, no trace. trace. What Principle one. Be Principle fucking one. prepared. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just as much as like packing those gummy bears and all your shit that you <laughs> like to eat on the trail, you got to get this body right, man. Yeah. Because if you go out there and you you're a hurting, I don't know. Well, you, you I've not ever like, hurt that bad. Yeah. But I can I know we've been out and we've seen people who are struggling, and you know, I, I you don't ever, ever I don't ever like to ask anybody personally. Uh, it's kind of uh, I don't know if anyone follows John Wooden, the old basketball coach, but no. um, 
he never took the first time out because he wanted to wear down the other team and make them mentally interesting. <laughs> but I don't ever ask. So it comes back to I don't ever ask anybody. Uh, hey, are we close hey, to the top? Yeah. <laughs> I don't f-ing do that. I'm not gonna be the first one to blink. You kidding me? But but no. Uh, so I guess what I'm trying to say is like you gotta be you gotta prepare yourself. Gotta be ready. And we've seen people who are huffing and like yeah. Yeah. coming up a hill. Yeah. I remember last, when we just did, uh, you know, the presidentials, the man, that, that last that. section, we came down, we came down mm-hmm. and we thought we, I mean, we've yeah. come up some insane shit. Yeah. And I remember thinking to ourselves, like to myself, at least I was like, holy f- <laughs> this would suck <laughs> ass coming up. Yeah. It yeah. was forever. It never yeah. ended. Yeah. And, and literally we kept passing people and they're like, oh yeah, we're doing good. We're close. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no you're not. No, no you're you not. are not. No, you yeah. are I'm not. not. I'm not telling because you're not asking yeah. and that's why I well, don't ask. We met that one group at the top of, uh, or close to the top, I think maybe of one of the Madisons. Madison. Huh? And, uh, and it was, we were just getting dumped on. We were soaked. Oh and uh, there was that group of three and there were, their initial, their original intent was we're doing the presidential Traverse, like they're hitting it all and they were nowhere close to where they thought they yeah needed, where they needed yeah. to be at that point and they were already like you could see it in their eyes like oh shit we got to bail and we don't know how and they were trying to figure out a way to finish out something um because they thought they were going to roll up there and just kind of cruise through and then they they, was like, <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. they saw paul in his shorts and they're like you guys are oh, yeah. insane what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing yeah. i mean God, i yeah, saw paul gotta... in his shorts and i was wondering what he was Dude, doing, doing? <laughs> yeah. Dude, the other day i saw paul and it, it was a warm day here in ohio it was like 85 degrees and he was wearing pants and i'm like dude <laughs> we were just at the white mountains it was like 45, 50 degrees, sideways wind and rain, and you were wearing shorts, and today you're wearing dude, pants. Yeah. It was it's like, weird, we got to talk about dude. your wardrobe, dog. Dude, when that, that third day we were on the summit over by Madison, it was 25 degrees, 30 degrees. So it was 25 degrees with a wind chill. It was like 35 degrees normal, and he was wearing shorts, and it was raining sideways. So it was it was really cold. Was Paul, it really, Paul's a specimen. Was it really you want to call somebody a specimen? Yep. Yeah. yeah. You, you want to call somebody a specimen at the Paul. Yeah, that was that was wild. So but, speaking yeah. of specimen, Pfeiffer, what yeah. what are you typically doing? <laughs> Beef. What are you typically doing as far as training? The specimen. So I, I as usual, I'm so different from you guys and it's I know. Makes me, it makes me laugh. That's um, why I'm that's why I'm excited to hear. So I that's why you were uh, hurting on Linville, pal. Uh, well, as the only one I had. Come on. Give me, no, give me that one. was the only one that he really had a problem. I know, with. But, um, but it's just like your dumb f-ing Lucy light. <laughs> now that we like once a scab appears, we have to pick. Fair That's enough. Right. No. Um. So I uh I don't do cardio, and you mentioned the Nike Run the the Nike app because I remember when when you did we it were, for a little bit. I did for a little bit, but I was always in and out. When we were like really into it, I'd get super motivated for like two or three weeks. And I'd go out and I'd just knock out like eight mile days, 10 mile days. And I'd do a ton. And then I would just be like, eh, and I, and I just <laughs> be done it for me and for I'd be week. done for like two months. And then I'd come back when I saw you guys getting real activated and again, and I would do it. And cause, <laughs> cause that was always like, I did long distance stuff in high school and in college, I ran a half marathon and some races and stuff. And I had a good time, but it, Dude, in our and text groups, we'd be like, "Hey, fight for random." That's <laughs> right. All of us were running yeah. so well. much, and then and then he would reply nine hours later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'd usually have like a pretty solid run under. I'd go out and do one, come back, say, "Yeah, I did it," and then you know. No, but, what would happen is we would text each other, be like, "Oh, Pfeiffer hasn't ran yet," and then he'd be like, "Ah." Oh, 
fuck i gotta go out and then he'd run like 10 miles and he'd get back and be like i just ran 10 miles bitch <laughs> that's basically it yeah. and then i wouldn't do anything for a week but um and i don't want to diminish running or anything it's just i've i eventually lost interest in it and it got to the point like i could i could go out and run eight miles i've always been able to do it and not to say like oh it's an easy thing anyone could do it it's just it's not it never i never felt like it made me stronger it, well and, so, and also let's be honest like it doesn't fulfill you that type of exercise, right? right? Yeah, right. Like there are plenty of things I've done physically, um, that don't necessarily match the passion I've had for riding my bike or right. running. I get and, it, and it's it's like the output of it is I can go do it for a week, and at the end of that, I don't feel like oh I've gotten this value. I feel this much better, this stronger, this much stronger, or whatever. So when not specifically for backpacking, but just how I'm keeping in shape sure. is i focus way more on lifting yeah and um it's and i'm not a huge not a huge dude i'm still skinny but i would um i focus more on i want to develop the muscles that i'm going to be using for the thing so if i'm prepping i do that i just lift generally and then if it's coming up on backpacking time i'll focus more on um doing you know, lower body and stuff simulating the movements and the muscles I'm going to use actually out there on the trail. Yeah. Sure. So a lot of squats and a lot of deadlifts and a lot of stuff that's like stabilizer muscles that I'm going to need to use and calves. And, but not, I'm not out there powerlifting where I'm doing like thousand pound deadlift or whatever, but I'll right. do a lot of reps on the movements that I'm going to be doing a lot when I'm out there with weight on my back. And that's been working great. Cause it, I don't, it's not a surprise when I put the pack on cause I'm used to, yeah, I'm simulating that stuff all the You've time. You've done the work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's no surprise for any of us. Right. And, and I mean, backpacking is like, not necessarily I, in the weightlifting realm, and I don't but. feel like I'm losing anything by not doing cardio. Cause I don't, I, I'm my, uh, cardio endurance isn't going to be like yours. So if I went out and ran, I'd be winded way sooner than you two. But at backpacking, it's a little bit of that, but I'm, we're not sprinting. We're out there, right. you know, it's walking. It's it's definitely a right. different thing. My it's, muscles it's need endur- to be ready it's for It's different it. types yeah. of endurance. It's so. adjacent to, yeah. And, um, but yeah, so it's, it's I, I have not run in, gosh, months, I think, at, at least. Same. And it's, I thought, um, I just looked, I, I said, I've run 24 miles this month. That's the lowest I've ever done. I'm going to change that. <laughs> now I'm pissed <laughs> off. I'm going to go run right now. I haven't looked in a while. I've just been pounding the Peloton, but. Yeah. Oh, it's frustrating. Man. But my, my I mean, Damn. it's, it's trained for what you're going to do. So yeah, like totally. if, and, right. and, and running gets you there and it gets you the endurance you need and, and that's good. And I, for me, it's, I, I'll tailor build it for. You, uh, I know someone mentioned Stairmaster at some point, and I know Greg yeah. leading up to, um, he made a comment at uh, White Mountains, which is funny. We were going, it must have been in Washington. It was on like the first day or second day. And uh, and he's like, oh, this is why I've been on the Stairmaster for the last three weeks. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Honestly, I will it's say, a good Stairmaster, to be on. if you had to pick one thing to do for backpacking, to prep? I mean, that, that would probably, I, I've, not spent, backpacking. I've not I mean, spent much yeah. time on the Stairmaster personally, but if I had to pick one thing, that would, that I, maybe be my recommendation. It's the, clo- it's the closest simulation to the hardest thing of backpacking. Bri- Brian and I ran a four-person relay for a hundred a hundred mile trail marathon, ultra marathon, and uh, where we each did like yep. basically twenty five miles. And when I was going to the gym, I would hit the stairmaster for that because yeah. I knew that there was going to be some uphill stuff that I had to get through. Yeah, yeah. it was. It's a. It's I've, a great I've seen. Thing. Uh, I've seen guys at the gym um, with packs on 
on the Stairmaster. Really? Yeah. And then, uh, and Did you just, go up to them and say, hey, man, check out Trail 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not hey, recently. Not you right. go up to them and say, hey, recently. what are you wearing there, a homie? <laughs> yeah. Do you eat but, uh, beef at home? <laughs> or uh, or just weighted vests. And they're, and, and they're just vests. Yeah. crushing it, man. I'm yeah. like, good, good for you. I'll, uh, yeah, it, that's, that'll get you ready. Um, but yeah, or just lifting is uh, squats. Another good one, man. It's yeah, hitting, it's hitting everything. Absolutely. So Brian, you're uh, you're a little bit different from us too. Tell us what you do. So I all of the above. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Basically, so I started doing take a lot of roids. Well, <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, no, I started running and stuff like that with you guys when Austin, you started going into it. We all kind of got that competition going on the Nike app and and uh, and really started taking running a little bit more seriously. And so I started there. Um, you know, I've always played hockey and, and that's always been great, but that's like once a week and it was seasonal. And I, I don't know if I would really use that as it's like a training thing. It's not a hard sport, thing. so. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Bunch of sissies, you know. Um, basically around. like on the ice, you're just slipping around, you know. <laughs> yeah. What I did start doing New though, is, uh, it was like three years ago, I got into triathlon and that has made a huge impact on my backpacking because there's so much cross training in between. So it's an endurance sport um and uh and and you're kind of getting it's very leg heavy obviously with the with the biking and the running and so for i imagine most people know what a try is but what do you what are the what are the three yeah go break it down a triathlon like is miles a, and is a swim and a bike and a run but and uh so uh Explain the one that you do. There's yeah, there's different distances. I'm typically doing an Olympic distance, which is you know 0.9 miles of a swim, so almost a full mile swim into a uh, 25 mile bike into a 6.2 mile run. Um, and so uh, some people will start off on doing like a, a, a mini sprint or a sprint distance, um, which are are definitely less miles. Um, but I, I felt like I was in good enough shape. I had been running and stuff like that. I just wanted to go straight for the, the Olympic distance. But I noticed a huge, huge difference in my backpacking when I was training for that first triathlon. We, it was, we went to the Adirondacks and I felt like I was flying on clouds. Uh, my legs felt fantastic. My lung capacity of, of getting in air and holding in air and getting it to my muscles. It was, it was incredible. So that's made a big impact. I thought it was all just the trekking poles that you had for your first no, time. No, man. <laughs> that, did, that definitely makes a difference, but I, it was for sure the conditioning that I was doing. Yeah. And the consistency of the conditioning too, right? So like, I think consistency is, is a, is a key thing, right? If you're, if you're doing something, I think it's the biggest four, thing, four consistency days, is five the, days a week, is man, the thing. it is, it is yeah. going to be noticeably different going from doing it that way versus doing something once a week or something like that, where you're just not going to see the results or you're going to get frustrated um, because you're not seeing results because you're only going once a week or twice a week. It, it takes a long time to build. It's got to be like five to Yeah. You I mean, really do have to do it's it. A a lifestyle, minimum of it's a five. lifestyle change. Right? It is. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I'm going to ask a question and, and I, I know the answer, but I'm going to ask it and just pose it, right? Like when you were the most and I'm saying you were being everybody when, when everyone here was the most like physically active or the most serious about their working out, their running, their lifting, their tri training, their biking, their running. Um, 
And we're just going around the horn. Oh, when when was I'm that? Just, no, no, no. I'm just saying when you were the most active and focused yeah. on your exercise. Yeah. The trip closest to that, did you notice? Absolutely. Oh, man. Definitely. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Yeah. I can't. Uh, there's been a couple. I it's it's more the opposite for me because I know I noticed the one that I wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a right, good right, way right. to that's say fair. it. Though. Yeah. I will say this: White Mountains. I came home with zero soreness. Oh, same. same. I was same. great. I didn't really. I, I honestly, I didn't really feel anything that was too besides like maybe a little bit of shoulder rub, but that's just from like the the strap hitting me i had a little chafing and that was it i um, <laughs> yeah like i i felt like really good but again like i'm in the middle i was in the middle of yeah you're in the marathon middle of training, training and yeah. so like nothing really felt out of whack and i covered uh, technically the most elevation change not not elevation yeah. in general but the most I, elevation change in a trip I, was that trip. i agree um and pfeiffer you and i had this conversation separately i came back from the white mountains and it was challenging I still, I still think the Adirondacks were harder for me, and I think I was in better shape for the Adirondacks. Really? Mm-hmm. No kidding. I it, now, granted, I came back from the Adirondacks and I thought, man, that was really hard, but like, I feel good. I don't know, man. The biking makes a huge difference. And you mentioned, and you didn't, you weren't biking when you were doing the eighty k. Yeah, I was just running. Yeah, yeah. You, you, mentioned, you mentioned swimming, difference. so I mean, obviously, one of the one of the activities in the try is swimming too. And I will say, that is one thing that. I wish, and I now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I'll try to get more in. But I've never there's when I've been swimming to work out, or when I, I've done some like uh, competition races, and uh, where where swimming was a part of it. I've never been more tired in my entire life. I'm yeah, more gassed, it's a different kind of thing. Absolutely it's a good workout. Exhausted to swimming your bones. is the best workout. It's yeah, every, it's every muscle you got, man. And it's like, and so if you're looking for like a well-rounded, and because backpacking is leg heavy, obviously, but it's everything. It, it's, well, it's, it, it, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you said that because I wanted to roll into that a little bit because it is everything. It's it's your back muscles. It's your core. It's your legs. It's, it is your entire body that is going to be impacted. So, it's your arms. If you're doing, yeah, your it, arm, like, cause it, yeah. I, since having trekking poles, which I love and I am and not ashamed of it all. And I know there was this weird stigma for a while of like, Oh, you got poles, you're a weakling. But it's like, I, the first time I used it, the one thing I noticed in my arms were sore when I got home. Yeah. Because you actually you're are using them now. I mean, just, just the movement of like, just you know, picking them up and setting them and having a Dude, leaning on them a yeah. little bit here and there. Well, the is weakness like it, thing is doesn't even make sense because when you use them, it's really just like the biggest balance. thing was balance, yeah. Yeah. stability. It's not like lifting yourself up, right? Right. Like it's it's like just making sure that I'm not like wobbling right. and falling over. But even that, crevice. even that little add to the process, I was like, oh man, like I kind of my shoulders were a little sore because of just the the yeah. movement that I was doing. I but agree with that. It's well, everything. I wanted to I wanted to point out a couple exercises that you can do at home that are going to be really good for you know backpacking or just getting in you know healthy in general, but. The uh, first few that you don't need any kind of equipment for, jump squats are great. And we can post links and stuff like that. So everyone, if you're not familiar with these exercises, you can at least see how to do them. Uh, or maybe we, or maybe we will do yeah. maybe we'll do them and we'll film workout. it and we'll put it up or whatever. Stand up. Let's do it now. Walk outside. <laughs> yeah. Walk so, jump in the air. <laughs> the, the, the next one is gonna be hip rolls. And again, mm. we'll we'll post stuff. Love a good hip this. roll. We'll, we'll wear really short shorts when we do I it. I love hip rolls. Six <laughs> inches. 
the the next the one fives. you'll need some kind of uh, elevation thing for at least eight inches off the ground. But step ups are great. Again, we were talking about stairmaster. Yeah. It's the same principle idea, except not having the machine. Right? Step ups are awesome. Um, heel downs are great. You'll need some kind of box for that as well. Um, at least eight inches off the ground. Um, single leg deadlifts. You can do that with or without weights. Um, you can do things that combine multiple movements like a squat curl overhead press. So that's like doing a squat with dumbbells in each hand, doing a curl with the dumbbells and then bringing the dumbbells up over your head. That is a full body exercise right there. If you do those dumbbells don't have to be super heavy. You just do multiple reps of that. That's a great workout. And if you do that five days a week, you Dude, will be absolutely. And I, um, <laughs> <laughs> That's um, all he does. And then <laughs> he goes to the Y just to do that. <laughs> don't forget about your core. Your core is going to be super totally. important to the whole thing. So, well, planks, here's the cool, here's the cool thing. Like with that list, and I was just thinking about a workout that I did uh, two yeah. nights ago, actually, which is um, picking up the half pound of beef and putting it in the pan. <laughs> or? That's real good the, for your uh, core. Oh yeah, no, but a lot of those movements are going to work your core anyway. And yes. there's right. al- almost all of those you can do. Like you said, you don't need any equipment, but. Um, Put a pack on your back and do them. Yeah, right. True. And, and like I was doing, there's one that's similar to that. I forget which one it was, but um, like if you can do just body weight squats, right? Okay, body weight squats with a pack on, and then just yeah. get used to just bending over and doing things. Increase with some the weight, weight on your, your pack. pack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you, uh, I did good mornings, um, the other the other night, which is you know you've got a, a barbell on your back and you don't you aren't squatting, but you're sort of bending over at the hip and then back up. So your lower back is getting it. Mm-hmm. Put a pack on your back and just bend there over a couple times. It's like just it's do just movements. It's a matter of modifying it yeah. for where you're at, do, right? Do movements that you're going to do on the trail with a little bit of resistance. And then you get out there and it's like your body's not surprised anymore. So, if, I, if I had done three days of that before Dolly, I bet you the level of soreness afterward would have been cut in half. Yeah, sure. I love that you have that list. That's really nice. I know that I know because I've been in this boat before finding exercises that make sense or even like going to the gym sometimes that stuff is like intimidating to figure out absolutely because there is so much information and it's hard to figure out what's the best for you and everything like that a resource that has helped me out a ton is like if you have netflix nike fitness oh, dude, put yeah, all of their sure. videos on netflix now and there are so That's many awesome. good exercises whether it's yoga stretching core yeah. high intensity training stretches and yoga for runners there is so much stuff and it's like literally five minutes stuff or like 20 minutes stuff it all depends on what you want to do from beginner to end dude so yeah. and you could do it at home honestly like we, i i feel like i i'm like paid for you know paid by nike and netflix to pitch this but like honestly it has helped me so much with certain things because like it's tough sometimes i mean i'm I'm sure we all have like people on youtube that we like too but like right. it's hard to like it's kind of there's so much out there it's so, hard to so find what works really what you're well. saying so is really is incredible <laughs> to me right um we live right now in 2023, think about our lives and the access we have to all these options. Yeah, think insane. about think about working at when I started running ten years ago, nine years ago, things were so freaking different. And I, I look at now, like those used to all be paid things. I mean, right. if you want, the only barrier to working out right now is yourself. You and yeah. and, and I'm I mean that like in the most loving way. But if you want to work out. You can't say, oh, well, mm, I don't want to spend money to go like go for a gym. I don't want to spend money for a Peloton. I don't like, dude, everyone has the internet. 
Yeah. You can find workouts you can find that it. are go I mean, we could probably just Google body weight yeah. exercises. Body weight yeah. exercises right you now know, and you could find something that would be beneficial. You know what's hilarious about that? And it's it, incredible. This wasn't so long ago where like the internet didn't exist or anything, but this was over this was ten plus years ago where I was I got certified as a personal trainer for a little bit what yeah um it was when i, I was, do remember that it after was, it was 10 years ago was when i was deployed yeah when um, deployed and, and it was he like was jacked you don't remember him being jacked <laughs> yeah. yeah for like a year of my life Lean was just out of my mind yeah um but I no the, they uh, let people with tinnitus be personal <laughs> <laughs> the but i remember like the material and the the coursework i had to go through it i was like there's these actual physical books these really big things and i was like learning stuff and now that's stuff that is just things you it's already a, know because well, you just know or everything. It's, or it's like there's a billion YouTube videos where yeah. it's like that in depth. Like there's so much knowledge and just experience out there at our fingertips where at a point it was like you had to kind of go hunt and dig for it. Right. Were and you uh, were dual purpose with those heavy books? You were lifting them to get swole yeah, but also yeah. learning? That was part of the yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. As you're reading, you have to lift. lift. <laughs> imagine, imagine if YouTube went away today. How much information would everyone you would get really dumb? I learned really a lot. I learned <laughs> no, a lot on that. I'm on website. YouTube. I'm like, yeah. so dumb. I don't but know how. It's amazing. I'm on YouTube every night. Or we'd get yeah, smarter. I don't sure. know. That's a good thought. Experiment. I remember overhearing somebody, like an older person, recently talk about, like, ah, oh, like you know, YouTube parents, YouTube handyman, like everybody just learns that stuff on there. They don't learn it, like you know, in in life. And I'm like, yeah, it's way better this way. You mean I can learn something in five minutes online? It's yeah. so quick, like. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing. And, and there's a visual aid the right. entire fucking way there. Yeah, yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, when the screw looks like this, you gotta bend it this well, way. And blah 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 blah. You're talking yeah, about being, pre- you. being prepared, and yeah. it's like it's you just know, a it's tool. research. It's, you can you can research whether you're researching the trail you're going to or how to work out for the trail you're going to. I mean, you could go Google training for backpacking, and oh you're gonna gosh. find an infinite number of pages <sighs> of people who are out there. Maybe we'll add a video. I don't know, but it'll... It's, it's, it's like, I just love... That's where technology to me is like a W. And I think there's so many things that are negative about technology and can like get you really sad and dark. Yeah. Um, and disappointed about just the way people bend it that way. But then you think about the positive and uplifting things. Yeah. I mean, Access the number to, of people I follow on you know, YouTube that like... Are out hiking and doing yeah, new right. school things. We'll, and we'll bring access it, to things. Bring it really back cool. to um, you know you you were talking about like hey like the 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 thing is is like it's you really only have yourself. That's the biggest barrier. And the one thing that I always think about, and it's weird because I learned this in like sales training, but it actually fits like more in in my life when it comes to like something like this, like a goal that I'm reaching is that. Um, your attitude does not affect the behavior. You don't have to be in a good attitude to go out and do the thing. Yeah. Doing the thing gives you the good attitude. Yeah. The behavior affects the attitude. And that I definitely found out with running. You know, it was, is, I loved it more and I felt better when I did it. I didn't always want to wake up. I still yeah, don't want to always wake up and do it. I, I You don't need the right attitude in yeah. order to go out and do it. You and it, do it and and it's to like, get the right attitude. When you think about running, and I, this is great because I've, I've made this correlation in my life. I've not once ever in my life, and I've a shit ton of running in the last 10 years, I've never come back from a run and said, I'm bummed I did that. Yeah. Have you ever gotten to the end of a workout and thought, man, you no. always feel better. Real you're getting bummed. Yeah, I did that. You're getting endorphins Hell released no. to you. Hell yeah, no. Adrenaline's going up. Hell yeah. no. no. Dude, no one's ever been sad about ending a workout there's there's one other thing that i really wanted to point out 
as far as prepping or getting ready or, or, or training for a hike, go outside. Yeah. Go on a short hike around your house. Do the thing that you're about to do, but do it shorter. If you're going to do a 40-mile hike, go out and do, you know, yeah. two Just miles. Just like anything. Austin, how do you go train? Go out and do the how thing. How do you train for a really long run? You, you do a whole up. bunch of really short runs. That's <laughs> right. You never you never run a marathon right. training for a marathon. You run 20 miles is the max. Yeah. Get, get outside. Uh, Same a, thing for backpacking. Go and do a little bit of yeah. what you're going to go it's, out and do. Guys, Be it's, out in nature. So, it's so, and now we're getting away from the workout part, but it's such a basic thought when you talk about being out there, right? You, you never run a full marathon to go do it. And I just watched a thing on YouTube, uh, this... Um, van lifer person was like kind of like feeling like sad about not everything is this big grandiose hike right and she's like oh i've done these big hikes i've done these grand things and it's like sometimes you just need to go do the half mile hike yeah to get yourself outside and that is sometimes it's just a walk in the woods that's just what you need yeah and it's just that i think to just bring it back to you know, heart center of like backpacking. Who gives a shit how hard it is or how <laughs> right. like you we're not like dude, who whoever's listening, like, we're not heroes out here. I'm not trying to be this mile monster. I just want to be outside with people I give a shit about and like I don't that's know. It. That's what that's what this is all about, and that's why we all and it'd be nice to keep up, prepare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It, but but that's what makes it more enjoyable, right? right. Yeah. Is you're not. Th- it's like carrying better gear to not be thinking about your yeah. gear, whereas the most important piece of gear is your body. Right. So mm-hmm. if you and I like, like backpacking. It's a great it's Im- point. It's important, and especially with us, I think it's there's always there's always an inherent bit. It of, is, dude. <laughs> there's always an inherent bit of competition. If you're going with a group, especially, oh, but I know yeah. among us. <laughs> but so, so like part of it's that, like you want to be prepared, you want to do well, you want to exceed. There's a challenge, you want to excel at it. But when we go back to like the just the basic prep for it, it's it's also what are the pitfalls you're trying to avoid? And you mentioned it earlier in the episode, Brian. But it's like you ever like pulled a muscle really bad, and you're just done for like three days or you turn your neck the wrong way you're getting a gallon of milk out of the fridge and it's like for three days like that shoulder is just now crippled do the things you need to do at least to make sure that doesn't happen because the injuries out on the trail aren't always dramatic it's not a broken ankle it's not your shin it's a big it's blister on the bottom of your foot yeah it's it's yeah blisters it's the knee pit (laughs) like getting (laughs) up it's it's your shoulders getting so raw where it's it's just excruciating to put your pack back on like yeah we prepare your body pack on and it hurts yeah prepare your body and then and then all the other stuff you just mentioned is like it's um it's going to make it inherently more enjoyable 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 that's not a word enjoyable Enjoyable. (laughs) my new favorite word (laughs) (laughs) i love it Uh, yes i like that i'm gonna start using that um (laughs) add it to webster's the um but no, Boom, it, so protect yourself and it will, it'll just make The things better. you get out of it are so great. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I said, I, we were talking about your self being the hardest thing, like your biggest barrier to go do those things. That is the hardest thing. And it's and it's not even close. Go read Atomic Habits. <laughs> you know, dude, <laughs> I was gonna say it. It's such it's so relevant to everything we're talking about here. Yeah. It's such a great book. It's an awesome book. Awesome book. 
We would love to hear if you guys have a workout you're you're in love with that you like to do for backpacking or hiking or just in general. Shoot us an email. Let us know. Email is trail3pod at gmail.com. We really appreciate everybody listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Tell a friend. And we'll see you next time. Popping iron. The Trail Theory Podcast is sponsored by Audimute and Audio Technica. Music by Dan Coke.